Oh, hi there, listeners. Hi. It's me, Daniel Kay. How's it going? Yes, yeah, time for another uh, another episode in the uh, Putt-Putt Saves the Zoo Let's Play series. And just like the last episode, which I recorded last night, uh, I'm a little too tired to be doing this. I don't have the sleep saved up in my head to make this the right thing for me to be doing. Uh, but I'm going to do it anyway. Because I can't, I can't bear putting off playing Putt Putt Saves the Zoo with my small child any longer. Um, so maybe I'll just, I'll just do the first parts of the game with him because it's going to be a lot of fun. I reckon he's going to love it. Uh, yeah. So last time, what did we do? We met uh, uh, Outback Alistair, the Australian stereotype, uh, who told us, "Ah, oh crikey." <laughs> The zoo is all breaking, and like uh, all the he says, like yeah, the bridges and uh, stuff is broken, and some of the baby animals have gotten out. Zanzibar, the hippopotamus, baby Jumbo, the elephant, uh, the lion named Kenya, I think, uh, and Masai, the giraffe, and Masai's who we met right at the end of the last episode, and then we we're like, well. God damn it, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. I can't save Masai. I'm going to move a boulder. So wait till we find the, I don't know, the mining explosives in the old cave and then we'll bring it back and explode the menu and the boulder for Masai. Or however we fix the boulder problem in this game. Um, and then I went walking down the path. I met a snake who I incorrectly identified as being Latvian. It turns out it's a South American boa constrictor. I just totally misplaced the, uh, uh, hopefully really shit accent work. Hopefully the, the, uh, Central and South American boa constrictor voice actor is as bad at doing their voice as the Australian voice actor is doing his voice act. Because if that was an accurate Central or South American accent, then man, I'm a dickhead. A big old dickhead playing a game. That's me, Daniel K. Yep. Uh, and then I walked down the path. I got to a lagoon. Had to. F- I got. If if I uh, had the technical skills to fix a log raft, I could keep on going at the lagoon. I don't think I do. I don't think Putt Putt has the wherewithal to fix this raft. So let's just start playing the game, huh? Just click click on the thumbnail here. I, th- I think it'll save my progress. That's that's what I that's what I think. Yeah, and we'll get into playing the game, huh? Play game. Oh. Oh, this is weird. Okay. So it's throwing me back in the game on the same screen that the South American bioconstrictor was on, but she's missing. Oh, shit, she... Okay. She just appeared out of nowhere. Oh, a little bit of a glitch there, humongous entertainment in your mobile app. The bioconstrictor, she was invisible until she started talking, and then she's like, bang, there in the screen in front of my face, my big car face. All right, let's just confirm. I'm going to go past you, uh... Uh, uh. Wow! I wonder how I can get up that river. I sure can't swim. And see if I can't fix this raft with the hot chocolate and the dog in my inventory. Yeah, let's give it a go. Maybe the dog will fix the raft. Uh, Pep has a slightly different look. He's been a little bit redesigned. He's got more of a neck than he did in the other games. I don't know if I like it. Uh. Let's click on the raft, huh? Hey, it's a raft! Yep. Oh, Pip! 
Oh shit! Pep's jumped in the water. Oh okay, we saved Pep. Alright, so, yep, nothing doing. We're at the jungle dock, but we're gonna need to backtrack past the snake. Uh, back to the, uh, here we are. We're at the Y intersection with the monkeys, the, the beat poet monkeys. Hey, just for the sake of fun, you know fun, the thing we have when we play these games. Should we see if they've got a new rhyme for us, if it's just an old rhyme? Let's see. Nah, that's an, that's an old one. I've stopped that from happening. Bang. Alright, let's get the hell out of here. Goodbye, monkeys. Maybe next time. Are we swing across the vine? Ah, oh, well, that was bullshit, wasn't it? You listening to me, Humongous Entertainment? Uh, the subtitles of this game clearly said yippee, while the voice actor, voice acting pup pup, quite clearly said woo. So, it doesn't match up, does it? No. Oh, what a rubbish game. Alright, Arctic Land or the Grasslands? Where should we go? Grasslands or Arctic Land? Hey, you know what I should really do? Let me just put the phone over here for a second. I should do a Daniel K Let's Plays Recommends. Daniel K Recommends. Daniel K has a podcast and he recommends things sometimes. Oh, Daniel K has a podcast and he recommends things sometimes. Daniel K has a podcast And he recommends things sometimes Oh, Daniel K has a podcast And he recommends things sometimes Ah, thank you, Matt. Um... That was Matt from the Party Roll podcast providing me with that little bit of a uh, little bit of professional sounding good jingle, a heartfelt guitar song, singing away. Yeah, good stuff. Um, I feel kind of bad for hiding his amazing guitar work at the end of last episode, so I'm doing my recommends here, kind of at the start of this episode before we decide if we go Grassland or or, or Ice World. Um, I, I'd like to recommend a YouTube series. Uh, series or just channel? Yeah, I'd like to recommend a YouTube channel which I've become consistently obsessed with for the last couple of weeks. It's managed to hold my attention for quite a long time, which I think is good. It's a cooking channel. Listeners, you might like to watch cooking shows. If you do like to watch cooking shows, then you probably already know about the uh, Bon Appetit channel. Uh, or the BA Test Kitchen, Bon Appetit Test Kitchen, it's sometimes called. If you type BA Test Kitchen into YouTube, it'll probably be the first result, or just Bon Appetit. Yeah, and uh, check out all the different playlists and scroll through all the different videos. Basically, it's a pretty interesting uh, cast of, of very, very charismatic uh, chefs, all specialists in their own fields, uh, and they kind of do like cooking series. And put together series. My jumping on point was uh, the Gourmet Makes series, which I think is probably their their big uh, star series, the one that people will know about already, where a um, a pastry chef named Claire, uh, who's a professional pastry chef, she's tasked with making uh, sort of gourmet, uh, intricately handmade 
uh, versions of commercial snacks like Mars bars or Kit Kats or Pringles uh, or or a uh, Almond Joy was the most recent one. It's like a coconut almond snack. Uh, uh, Reese's peanut butter cups. Yeah, uh, that this show, this YouTube show, I found out about it because Sarah Bags from the It's the Duck Blur Christmas uh, podcast uh, recommended her um, Claire's uh, playlist of videos, um, and then I, I basically you watch uh, Claire's videos while she makes these 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 really amazing sweets, and it's really entertaining. And they the the all the other uh, cooks just kind of come in every now and again or they're just doing their own thing in the background and you can kind of see them up in the corner and you start to go like hey what's that guy's deal he's kind of weird I like him and then you start to learn oh Chris Morocco oh Brad Leone oh um Andy Buragani and then all of a sudden you're addicted to their personalities and they're like I I mean I can't stop watching them and I'm getting invested in their friendships it's really weird yeah, it's a really weird obsession watching these people be friends with each other. It's kind of a, an obsession with their their, their uh, sort of charismatic uh, characterness, which goes beyond just enjoying watching people cook. Uh, there's an element where like they're in like Manhattan in this incredibly ritzy kitchen up in some great big skyscraper. So it's it's like at the back of your mind, you're going, "This is the <laughs> we're watching." Uh, we're watching the elites one about in their incredibly fancy uh, ha- hairdos and clothes, all styled, uh, having their beautiful interactions with each other. Uh, but yeah, it, there's so much entertainment in that YouTube series, especially if you like cooking shows. Uh, and it's not like the kind of cooking show which I can't stand, which is like Poison Fire Brain, which m- m- melts my my grey matter like sarin nerve gas, which is the kind of cooking show where, oh, you gotta, oh, you got uh, half an hour to make a fucking souffle, you dickhead, and if you, the judge doesn't like it, you're gonna get kicked out of your job and your family's gonna have bricks dropped on their feet by a psychopath. Oh my god, oh my god. Oh, I've only got five minutes left. I hope the judges like my souffle. This souffle is disgusting and you make me vomit in my mouth just looking at you. Blah. I can't, I mean, maybe it's obvious to all you listeners now, A, that I'm overly tired, and B, that I don't watch very many of these shows, and probably, oh, they've all got hearts of gold. They're all diamonds in the rough. And really, if I gave them a chance, they'd enchant me with their narrative and characters. Well, I don't want to give them half a chance. I don't want to give them any chance at all. I hate that. I hate the feeling of people being judged for my entertainment on TV. I hate the feeling of other people under pressure. And this show is not like that at all. It's like fun friendship that I can watch and them doing amazing things. They're all really skilled chefs. So that's the Daniel K. Recommends. Daniel K. Uh, Bon Appetit Test Kitchen uh, YouTube channel. Check it out. Um, my jumping on point uh, into the wider world of um, of the the videos was the It's Alive with Brad Leone series. That's great. Brad's great. Brad's a delight. And then every other uh, character I've been watching since then, also great. Okay, back to Putt Putt. Thanks. Uh, ice or Grassland? Iceland or Grassland? Let's go to Iceland. Freedom, 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 
I'm not sure I was going to Iceland. Can you hear that? Oh, I wish I was in... Wish I was in the West Fjords. Wish I was back in Petrosfjord. Or Tautnafjord or Holmavik. Ah, oh, but instead I'm here in Perth. I gotta go to work tomorrow. So fuck me, I guess. Oh, would you look at this? We're on a snowy ridge road along the side of a snowy glacier. The road goes around the glacier and we could follow it. I've been to a glacier in Iceland. I've driven to a glacier and we stopped by the side of the road. There was a naturally carbonated spring coming out of the ground. I was able to suck fizzy water right out of the fucking ground like I was a magic land place that was I was in. Now I'm playing putt-putt on a phone way too late at night with half a brain in my head. Uh, uh, and on the side, off the side uh, of the road, there's some trees covered in snow. They look kind of Christmas tree-ish. So I guess they're pine trees. And there's an igloo with the word zoo printed on it, which makes me think it's some equipment for maybe fixing some stuff. Let's click on the igloo, maybe get some more equipment. Hey, there's a rope inside. Ooh, a rope. Handy. Yeah, it could. I think I know what I can I use that. I'll borrow, it. I'll borrow it. Yep. I think I'll borrow this rope. Good job, putt putt. So, if I had a log, I could use this rope to uh, to fix the uh, log raft, which was missing a log and probably had broken rope. I didn't really notice. So, a log and a rope, I think, would fix the raft. And then if I get stumped, maybe maybe I'll just try fixing it with just the rope. Let's keep on. Let's click on the trees. A beautiful bird flew out. Another one. A third. All different colours flying in different directions. Obviously, what I need to do is hammer on the screen and watch a million birds fly out in the space of a second. Ah, this is so satisfying to watch. Red, white and blue birds flying out of a Christmas tree across a glacier. Okay, that's enough of that. Let's go driving along the glacier. Oh. Arctic land is sure cold. Oh. Uh-oh. Look at all that snow up there. Oh, shit. It looks dangerous. Yeah, it does. We better be quiet, Pep, or we might cause an avalanche. Oh, imagine that. Pup-Pup might be completely entombed and encased. Oh. That was a close one. Pep was about to sneeze. Oh, putt putt, you dickhead! Oh, no, an avalanche! Oh, we just escaped with our lives. Oh, my goodness! Oh, my that goodness! Almost got us. Oh, got us. Now, how are we gonna get through? Oh, well, so. The road is blocked by an avalanche of snow. Obviously, the answer is to dip into my inventory and grab this tiny little thimble full of hot chocolate and melt the entire avalanche away. Let's do it. That hot cocoa might melt the snow, but I don't have enough to melt all of it. That's a very logical argument, Putt-Putt. Now that you put it like that, I agree with you. Um, I think I'm stuffed. I think I can't go this way. Oh, okay, cool. Well, let's go to the grassland then. Yeah, up we head to the grassland. Oh, should we try fixing the rope uh, raft with just the rope? Shit, let's do it. Let's go past the monkeys. Uh, I'll just cut when I'm at the rope uh, raft. 
All right, I'm clicking. I'm gonna click on the right raft. I need to find something to fix that raft before I can get on it. All right, well let's click on the rope. That's the rope. Yep. That's the rope. Uh huh. That's the rope. All right. Okay. Okay, I cut back to when I'm in front of the grasslands. Oh dear, listeners. I'm not quite there yet. Hey, I thought I should let all you uh, dear listeners know. Sorry, I just had to jump across a uh, broken bridge with a crocodile in it. You catch me uh, right now at the very beginnings of an illness. I got like a stuffy nose and a sore throat. Uh, I just thought if you could hear a tiny bit of huskiness down here in in my in my larynx, yeah, you're not imagining it. It's whatever it is that I've got. I got my flu shot yesterday morning. I was pretty proud of myself. I actually voluntarily went into a chemist and had a man push a needle into my arm and then had strains of flu injected into my body, which I yeah. You might not know this about me, but I've got a real needle aversion. I This is the first time in my life where I'm brave enough to have done that. To have voluntarily said, yes, please. I need a flu shot. Put the needle in my arm, please. And the man did it. And it was... I didn't feel this thing. It was all in my head. And you should all do it as well. And save the old people and the little babies in your life from getting the flu. It's a serious thing. So maybe this is just the weird uh, strains of North American flu which the man stuck in my arm from Colorado. I've got a Colorado flu strain in my arm now, probably in my entire body. Imagine that. Colorado flu. Yeah. So yeah, okay. Well, I'm totally, yeah. I forgot if I had a point when I started talking. No, I didn't. I feel a bit sick. Oh yeah, let's get in the grasslands. Get in the grasslands, pup, pup. Oh, well. Well, would you look at this? Uh, There's a beautiful vista. uh, Grassy plains. Grasslands. There's a watering hole. It's got gazelles around it. A rhinoceros. Some... What are they? Buffalo? And some zebras. Uh, They look like... What are they called? Harrison zebras or something? The the boring zebras. Did you know that there's two types of zebras? Listeners, let me put the phone over here while I enlighten you with some of my knowledge. You might have noticed I'm pretty knowledgeable about a lot of things. I'm going to enlighten you with some knowledge about zebras. There's two types of zebras on the planet. There's boring zebras, normal zebras, called like Harrison zebras or something like that. But then there's a second, slightly rarer type of zebra, which I like way better. And they've got slightly thinner stripes. They just look a bit more interesting. And they're called something like Gibson's Zebra. Uh, and that's it. That's my uh, zebra expertise, which I've just shared with you. I've got the names 100% wrong, but you can look it up yourselves. Type in into Google, two types of zebra? Question mark, And then Google will just tell you about it. All right, cool. So I can see that beautiful vista. Uh, I'm up on like uh, the lip of a cliff looking over it like I'm some kind of Lion King cub from that movie I have never watched. Well, I I actually saw it when I was a little kid and I didn't like it. I had to turn it off halfway through. The elephant's graveyard really messed me up. Uh, Yeah, you can tell. I was a little coward and the only thing I did was grow into a bigger coward. Uh, So yeah, I'm on the lip of a cliff 
Looking out over the grasslands, there's a path down to the left to the grasslands, or a path down to the right, which looks like it goes off somewhere else. But at right at the moment, I can't get to either path because my block, my block is roaded by this log. My, my road is blocked by this log, which I'm gonna pick up, I guess. No comment from Putt Putt, I've just got a log and a rope in my inventory now. I can probably go back to jungle land. I don't need to check out the savannah. So goodbye savannah. We're gonna go back to the jungle land and go down the lagoon in the raft. Let's do it. Cut to when I'm at the raft. Ah! Alright, here I am at the raft. What do I do first? Click on the raft or click on the log? Let's click on the log. Oh, okay. My cursor has changed from an arrow to a log. So let's now click on the raft with the log cursor. Well, good job, Putt Putt. Go up the river. Into the heart of darkness. Let's get on. Oh, hot ziggity. I guess I have to click to go up the river. I guess I only clicked on a flower. Oh, he uses his antenna as a, um... What? A hippopotamus just said something ridiculous. That doesn't make any sense. Yeah, we're using our antenna as a propeller. Putt-Putt sticks it in the water and spins it around like crazy. There's a hippopotamus. Hello, hippo. It said something. It said, whoa, sure as heck is me. So let's click on the hippo. Yo! What's up? What's up? Excuse me? Is this where Zanzibar lives? This might be Zanzibar's dad. Dad is, but he ain't here. Oh. He got washed somehow. <laughs> This is an angry looking hippo. Oh, if you could, I'd really owe you big time. Oh, he's suddenly a I missed the little rascal. I'll sure do what I can. That's a ton, but I'm counting on you. Okay, I'll be honest, I was judging this hippopotamus before I really got to know it. It just has resting angry face. Was like, yeah, I don't know where my little kid is. He's gone off into the fucking fields or something. I'm a goddamn hippopotamus. And then I say, hi, I'm gonna help find your baby child, a hippopotamus. I say, oh, you would. Oh, that's the greatest thing I ever heard. Yeah, I wish that little fella would get his hide home soon. And suddenly it's like my good buddy, this hippopotamus, which is nice. All right, so there's so many places I can go. Uh... It looks like I could float over to a, a, a dismal-looking cave with a sign out front which says Rapids. I could float back the way I came. We're kind of in the middle of, like, a lagoon area. Uh, there's here in the foreground a little plastic... what looks like a plastic ramp, which is interesting. Oh, maybe it's another one of those hidden microphones, now that I look at it. Let's click on it. Now we can learn all about hippo. Yeah. Oh, there you go. Now we've learned. Wait, will it tell us more if we click again? Hippos graze on grasses for five or six hours every night. Yes, it will. Hippos eat a lot of grass, about a hundred pounds of it a night. Wow, a hundred pounds. That must be like ten kilos or something. Hippos talk to each other by snorting, roaring, and bellowing. Okay. Oh, hippos swim. That's interesting. To stop from sinking, you say. All right, I think that's enough hippo facts. Uh, 
Yeah, so I could go over across to the far side of the lagoon where there's a cave with rapids written on a sign next to it, or I can go past that to what looks like a waterfall. Um, There's also a big green, like, pile of slime next to this hippo up on the bank. Let's click on this huge pile of slime, huh? (laughs) Hang on. I hope that'll do the same thing again if I click it again. Do you hear that? Hang on. Oh, shut up, hippo. A tiny little green tortoise jumps out of this green pile of slime and it says, Now you see me, now you don't. Great. What a delicious bit of flavor. Let's go in the rapids, huh? Oh, we're going down some rapids. Uh, hammer right, 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 we go right. Wow, this is great. Oh, shit. We're stuck on a rock. Pup Pup jumped off the rope. Oh, rope! I'm going to click on the rope. This is like a quick time event. God damn. I don't even know if I'm doing anything or if Pup Pup just does it all on his own. I think Pup Pup just did it on his own. Oh, a water conveyor belt. Should I have gone up that way? Oh, now I'm just squirted out. Oh, my God. So much is happening. That was like Final Fantasy VI. There was like branching paths that I could have steered myself towards, I think. And would you look at this, we've been spun out next to a waterfall, and there's a lion cub halfway up the waterfall stuck on a rock. But I can't be bothered dealing with that right now. Goodbye, lion cub. You can just get stuck there. I'm going to go through the rapids again. Let's go down the rapids, and I'm going to try going a different direction. Yeah, we go down this path this time. Splash. Oh, water uh, hole. Oh my god, there's so many places to go! I'm now selecting my, like, fourth, uh, two or three way option in a row. That wasn't scary one bit! That wasn't scary one... That was terrific! We're like in a... What is this? Oh! (laughs) Is this a Deliverance-style banjo? guitar uh, jewel. I think we're in a swamp. I think this has landed us in like a swamp. There's like a mangrove swamp kind of feel to this uh, area of river we're in now. There's a rock in the middle of the, the swamp. Click on the rock. Nothing doing. Let's go over to the left, I guess. What do I do here? I'm clicking. Nothing's happening. This is just a dead end. There's nothing. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Ah! Oh! I'm back going through the rapids again. Oh, I'm back out in front of the lost little lion cub. Let's do it again. Cut to when I'm doing it again. Okay. I'm now at a point where I'm stuck in a whirlpool. Let's see what happens if we get sucked in. Oh, we're under the water now. We're in an underwater world. There's Freddy Fish and his little friend. Ah, oh, back out near the lion cub. Try it again. Man. There must be some interesting area to get to doing the rapids. Uh, let's go to the... No, left, 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 left. We're going left. Down the big waterfall. We're not going to get sucked down the whirlpool. We're going to go to the left fork at this stage. This is new. Oh, this kind of looks like it's a mirrored version of an animation I've seen earlier. Of him falling down some rocks. Hey, it looks like we're going somewhere different. Somewhere... Nope. Same old shit. 
Back at the lion cub. Okay, one last try. There we go. Uh, right path. First. Yep, falling down. Landing on a rock. Jumping back on the thing. There's a whole animation. With Pup Pup swinging on a rope. A branching path. We go up the water elevator. Okay. Oh, what the fuck? It's shotting us back up here. Are we on an endless loop now? Oh. Yeah, we're on an endless loop. We're do back doing the rope animation again. <laughs> oh, I have to click on the rope. Yeah, I did need to be making a contribution. Oh. Okay, well, listeners, it turns out there's nowhere special to get to in the rapids. It's just a fun diversion. I think this waterfall with a lion stuck up the middle of it. Yeah, this is just... <coughs> if I were to just completely skip the rapids altogether and just keep on going up the lagoon on my raft, I'd get here anyway. The, the rapids don't do anything. Well, let's talk to this lion cub. It's kind of far away from us, but we can shout up to it, I bet. Hello down there. Hello up there. Are you Kenya the lion cub? I sure am. Oh. Can you help me out here? I'm stuck up on the rock. Yep. Can you jump? Not into the water. No. I can't swim. Ah. Oh. Well, I, hang on, is this the voice of, um, uh, is this the same voice actor as the, the girl from Fatty Bear? This is the best birthday I ever had. Thank you, Fatty Bear. Oh, thank you, everybody. I bet it is. I mean, I'll confirm it in the credits. When I finish this game, or I do my full full putt putt uh, saves the zoo 100% speed run or whatever. But I think it is the same. What is it, Carla? Is it Carla? Yeah, I'm making Carla a cake. I'm Fatty Bear. There's a lot of work to do before Kayla wakes up. I want to make her a big, beautiful birthday cake. Oh, will she ever be surprised? Yeah, I think it's Carla. Uh, anyway, um. Yeah, so a couple of things about the lion. The lion is cute and animated well. We just got that interaction. It had, like, over-the-shoulder shots of Putt-Putt's perspective looking up at the lion, and then the lion cub looking down at Putt-Putt. lion cub had really cute big ears. But, humongous entertainment, if you're listening, there was a visual... There's, like, a glitch. The graphics glitched out, so that there was, like, a... I don't know. The lion, like, lost the back half of its body for a second there and just showed nothing through it, like it was see-through. And just see the waterfall behind it. Anyway, let's keep on... Like, there's nothing I can do for this lion at this point. Let's just keep on going down the river. Under under the tail of this crashed uh, B-52 bomber. Uh, oh, shit. I think we're in Laos. Uh, okay. But it looks like we've reached a landing stage. Like a little docking area. And uh, I, can, I can go up a path. 
which uh, which has like a wooden bridge over a little a little waterfall, and then a, a path up a hill. It says scenic view up this way. I think it's heading back towards the top of the waterfall where the lion cub went over. Or I can see a cave, and there's some toucans which I'm going to interact with. Hello, toucans, up on some vines. I got a joke. Want to hear it? Oh, good. You bet I do. Oh, this will be great. What did the boy octopus say to the girl octopus? Uh. Great. Um, I think that joke, that terrible joke, would have been slightly more bearable to listen to if the bird noises in the background hadn't been so oppressively loud. In fact, I'm going to see if I can turn them down, huh? Let's hit the options. Uh, what? Options. Music? No. There's no audio level uh, options. Oh, never mind. Uh, let's let's check out this cave. Oh shit! Dropped my phone. Uh, picked it back up. Let's check out the cave. Sure is dark in there. That's fine. My hot cocoa will light the way. And maybe the flash from my free camera, which I bought. Oh shit! It's goddamn the fucking giraffe. It's Masai the giraffe. How did you get over here, Pat? What? I came through the tunnel. Oh. Do you think I can get home that way? Yeah. No, it's too little for you to fit through the side. No, it's not. But I'm a baby. Yeah, listen. I know, but you're a pretty tall baby. I guess you're right, Putt-Putt. Now, the question is, how am I going to move that rock so you can go home? Excellent question, Putt-Putt. This is like some kind of... I don't know. There's lots of... Slight, like, minor discrepancies between the subtitles and what's being said. Like, the subtitles say, uh, boulder, whereas Putt-Putt says rock. Uh, and there are a couple other little things. Um... Yeah. Like, Putt-Putt said, you're a pretty tall baby. But the subtitle said, you're a pretty big baby. Uh, so let's just push the rock over. Putt-Putt, push the rock. Okay, Masai. Get ready to help. You got it. Oh, nice. Oh, this is... Oh, this is great. The animation... Oh, yeah, we pushed the rock. That was the best fun ever. This is great. Now I just need to close the drawbridge. We've got to go all the way back there now. So the ro- we pushed the rock into the water and it just floated downstream. <laughs> you know, like rocks do. Um, yeah, the big boulder floated downstream. Uh, after some pretty cool-looking, uh, dramatic, uh, pushing, good shots of the giraffe pushing with its head, putt-putt, gritting his teeth, putting all his little calm muscle into it and pushing the boulder. Uh, so I guess I'm just gonna drive back around so I can get to the drawbridge crank. Let's do it. Let's do it right now. I'm gonna get on the raft. You're gonna go past the lion cub. Gonna pass the hippo. Getting off the raft. Yeah. Going past the Latvian snake. Going past the monkeys. I hate to do it, but tuba. Tuba? Oh, oh, that's all me. Check it. I used my tuba. I went and a scuba all the way to tuba. Tuba. All right, here we are at, at past 
pass the monkeys the, the giraffe screen or crank the drawbridge down putt putt hey we did it hey Yay. I'm glad everything turned out okay, Masai. You be careful going home. I will. <laughs> there are five more animals to rescue before the zoo can open. Wonderful. That was great. Um, hey, you know what? Masai the giraffe really did tower over Putt Butt. And the, uh, the, the, I don't know even what to call it. The framing? The shot composition? Maybe the, um, like, uh, what's the job of a DOP in filming? Cinematography, right? The cinematographer. The cinematography of this game is really actually great. Lots of really low uh, shots and high shots and perspective shots and the, uh, like, angles and perspective of the characters, uh, how the foreshortening and, and, and aft widening and all that stuff is done. It's done really well. It looks so good, this game. And the, like I say, the cinematography is is, is, is really pretty noticeably good. Uh, and so, on that positive note, I think I'm gonna switch off my uh, video game playing device, and I'm gonna say, hey, thanks for joining me on, on, uh, on this mission to save the zoo. Yeah. I'm liking it a lot so far. There's not as much... It's all, It feels like more of a... It feels like when I was joining the parade, it was more like Putt-Putt was in an environment where there was lots of space to just drive around and see what there is. It feels like there's always something happening in this playthrough. Like, I go here, I go here, I go here, there's this character, this character, this character, this character, this character, they're all needing things, I'm always doing things, it's a bit more busy. It's not like there was there was a whole episode of um, Putt-Putt Joins the Parade where I was just delivering groceries to, like, just a, one house after another after another after another just meeting all the different characters and just taking it easy and, and, and driving along delivering groceries the entire episode this feels more like a frantic rush around from here to here to here and now I'm going up and down the rafts and I've met a hippopotamus who I can't help a lion who I can't help a snake who I can't help there were animals I didn't even interact with and I didn't even tell you about a sloth you don't even know where the sloth was I just saw the sloth and was like well, shit, I don't even have time to talk about that sloth over there. I'm just going to need to get back to where that sloth is and do it some sometime later. You don't even know where. Unless you've played this game recently and you remember where the sloth is. All kinds of stuff, yeah. Okay, cool. Well, good. I guess I'll talk to you again next time I play more of this game. Um, oh, hey, I should have said this right at the start. Everyone, welcome to Season Negative 7, huh? How does it feel to be season negative seven deep in this podcast now? Yeah, feels pretty good. Uh, I started a new season of my show. Uh, I demarcated it from the old season, season negative six, because of the hiatus. I feel like that's a pretty good place to, to demarcate seasons is hiatuses. You know? Yeah, I mean, that hasn't been the logic I've always followed. And nor will it be the one that I follow 
in future, but today it's the logic that I follow. Season negative seven. Welcome. Feel welcome. Have fun. Stay and enjoy. We're going to have Putt-Putt saving the zoo. We're going to have Iotovo Monogatori. Hey, heads up. There's going to be some Axolotl Project. There's also going to be some Warlock of Firetop Mountain. This is going to be the season where I go back to all that shit which I should have finished. And I goddamn do it. Warlock of Firetop Mountain. I was in an op shop. I was in Cash City. A porn shop more than an op shop. It's a, like... You know, there's a a difference. If you don't know what the difference is, then you just don't... You don't know what an op shop is, and you don't know what a porn shop is. But if you know what both those things are, and you've been in both of them, there's a difference. I was in a cash city, it's not an op shop. I was upstairs. uh, They've got like a single bookshop... Bookshelf full of books. Mostly what they sell is like... Xbox games... Uh, shitty uh, models of the alien, the xenomorph from the uh, movie Alien, Uh, swords and knives. Yeah, tacky, shitty-looking swords and knives, which always make me feel embarrassed to be around. Like, really, like, ostentatious, like, spiky knives with dragons on the handle and stuff. Uh, no Wiggles DVDs. I went in there. No, they don't sell Wiggles DVDs. I was in there as part of the podcast and I found out they didn't have any Wiggles DVDs. But upstairs, I was in there just the other day, not looking for Wiggles DVDs, looking at Xbox games. Um, uh, and I saw on a bookshelf a fighting fantasy game book. And I was like, whoa, Jesus, look at this. Forest of Doom, Fighting Fantasy Game Book number three. I bought it for a dollar. It was a dollar. It was in pristine condition too. It made me feel like maybe I just bought something which might actually be like valuable to someone. And like I should go and have a look on eBay at what they're going for. It's in perfect condition. You know? I mean, it's not from, it's not from, it's not like an antique or anything's from the 80s. Um, but still, I wonder if they're rare enough to be worth more than a dollar, or if they're still everywhere enough to be not worth more than a dollar. Hi, Editor Dan here. Yeah, dollar was a good deal. I've just checked eBay. Most of them are like 20 bucks, including postage and handling. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, there we go. And then I went and dug up, uh... One that I still had at my mum's place. It's got all the old stats from when I was a kid, just written in pencil on the sheet, which I'm pretty sure you're supposed to photocopy. So you've got like a blank, a blank one, which you've always got. Anyway, yeah, that's that got me in the mood to go back to Warlock of Firetop Mountain, and so I'll do that sometime soon. But yeah, stay tuned for whatever I decide to do next. Thanks for coming with me on this rambly journey. I hope there haven't been quite so many audio errors as there were in the last episode of Putt Putt Saves the Zoo. What was up with that? I don't know. I don't. I don't get what audacity is, does sometimes. But it, it, I think it's done all right this time. Thanks. Brief audio error. So show them something, lions. Come in and see our clients. But do not beat the giant yaks. You learn about the lions in advertising tie-ins, and maybe learn some science back. Welcome to so the zoo. So wipe off your windshield so you can't the kangaroos, see the elephant, roos, the monkey, roos, and the chimpanzee. And the canaries, the carries, the bears are all hairy. The, the zoo, cicadas, gorillas, the gators, the emu, and the monkeys.
mama birds and we do the kangaroo turtles and the tortoise and the dolphins and the tigers too. My life needs moves. Welcome to the zoo. Two types of zebra? Question mark.